Okay, so Drew, uh, why don't you just give a little refresher on your background and how you got involved in the nutraceuticals industry? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in an area that was really devastated by traditional pharmaceuticals and opioids. Uh, I'm from Akron, Ohio, so okay. I fall, saw firsthand the, the you know devastating effects that traditional pharmaceuticals can have and the, the outcomes of making poor health choices. So gotcha. health and wellness has been a big portion of my life growing up. And making the right health choices has benefited me a lot. And I actually studied health sciences prior to getting my master's in business. So being able to take that previous knowledge, my affinity for health, and just my passion for alternative wellness products, be able to tie all of that in to help support the commerce of these products in the high-risk processing space has really been an awesome way for me to kind of lean into the, all of these previous experiences that I have in my life. Very cool. Um, so we talked about this a lot last time um, and want to take a deeper dive into something that you brought up in the last conversation which is NMN. Absolutely. So first of all, what is NMN? Yeah, so it, it's basically, NMN is nicotinamide mononucleotide okay. in, in the full spelling of it, but NMN is obviously much easier to say. I'm so not going to make you spell it. So that's why we go with that. Yeah, I don't know that I could, but I, I might get it close. But anyway, it's a, pre, it's a vital precursor for what is called NAD. Now, NAD aids in the signaling of cellular processes and helps us convert energy to be used by our cells. And it also can assist in DNA repair, inflammation. There's a lot of great research coming out by, uh, especially David Sinclair has kind of led the charge on longevity and anti-aging. Okay. Anybody that knows medicine knows David Sinclair. Um, he's a big advocate for NMN. And basically what can be seen is that we can help reverse some of the aging process or slow that down because our body, our bodies dramatically decrease the amount of NAD production that we naturally have after the age of 30, oh, wow. just like a lot of other processes that Absolutely. kind of fall off after 30. You, you hear from people all the time, it's like, and once you hit 30, that right. there's a science behind all of that. So the thought around NMN supplementation is you can get it naturally from some food such as like broccoli, avocados, cucumbers, things along that nature. But it's not quite at the level of which you need it to be, especially once you start depleting that after the age of 30. I got you. Okay. Um, so how do you stay updated on the latest trends and challenges um, in the industry, specifically as they relate to NMN? Yeah, so I, I think just obviously being on the front lines with some of the biggest companies and working with them in the industry when it comes to the challenges they face in payments. Mm -hmm. Past couple quarters, I've been very busy working with these clients because they've faced tremendous challenges when it comes to the banking and the payment processing specifically for them. Now, I also have a really fantastic network of people that I know in the industry as well as on LinkedIn. So I follow a, a wonderful list of people within Nutra and supplements that have been in it well beyond myself, you know, right. 20, 30 years of experience that really chime in and help me stay informed. So I've just built a really good network of individuals that kind of, kind of help keep me up to speed. Uh, I really enjoy following up on uh, Nutri Ingredients. They're really good. I actually did a podcast with them back in April with Danielle Masterson. Oh, very cool. She was fantastic. And then a lot of the work that the Natural Products Association has been doing has really kept me up to date on this. And they've kind of helped everybody stay involved as to what's going on, the fight that they have against the, the FDA and things like that. And just to kind of give people an understanding, if, if you're not in the industry as much as I am, of course, right. and some of the people I, I work with, what happened was you go back a couple, well, a year, I guess, is where it really started. So originally NMN was classified as a new dietary ingredient. Therefore, it could be marketed and sold as a dietary supplement. However, in November of 2022, the FDA came back and reversed their position on that 
and applied it at, under the drug preclusion principle or the FD&C Act, basically oh, wow. stating that actually it can't be sold as a dietary ingredient because it's been formally studied as a uh, pharmaceutical drug. Okay. Now, the issue with that is the questions become, why did they reverse their position? Right. And what lobbyists have decided Big Pharma and things like that are involved on the back end of these kind of things. So it, it kind of paints the question of just a very dangerous precedent that can be set because we saw something very similar a couple of years back that happened with another ingredient, NAC, mm-hmm. kind of followed the same protocol. So that's kind of where it all started and where a lot of the issues with the banking and the payments began. Now, it got even crazier when you go back to Q1, Q2. Amazon banned the plat- banned the ingredient off of the platform. Oh, wow. A lot of these companies made a ton of money on these platforms. Now you can no longer sell on Amazon, so where do you go? I go to my direct-to-consumer website to sell these products right. through my payment processor. However, Shopify Payments then followed suit after hearing that Amazon banned it. That was a huge disruptor for the industry. And then, obviously, in the wake of these this news, mm-hmm. you have many banks, many processors that actually don't understand the ingredient point to the, the articles and the updates by Amazon, the FDA, and even a little bit of FTC involvement, and they just completely cut ties with anybody that's involved in the industry or with NMN. And to catch up to kind of where we're at today, uh-huh. there was supposed to be a decision based upon a petition that the Natural Products Association submitted over the summer. They got over 10,000 signatures the last time I had checked in on it. Now, they were supposed to arise at a decision either this month or next month. However, the FDA has not made any type of decision, and anybody in the industry can tell you that FDA inaction is very common in the space, right, so yeah. we don't know if and when there will be an update, and the blanket statement they provided as to why there's no updates is they have competing agency priorities. So that's the best that we got from the petition. So yeah, there's, a, there's a lot to catch up on, um, and I, again, I'm just working with some of the biggest companies in this space, been able to assist them with finding the proper payments placement and making sure that they're working with myself and with the banks and with our company that have the proper education around these ingredients to know that it's something that we should be supporting rather than just hearing a news article and just kind of shutting them down without a whim. So this industry is like most other industries. I think when you deal with a monster like Amazon and they do something and those dominoes start falling, it's kind of hard to stop them from falling. Exactly. And, you know, if, if you see such a massive company, especially, I mean, Shopify is another one. So Absolutely, it's it's yeah. arguably the, if, I don't know the numbers, but it's arguably the biggest commerce platform in the world. Right. So if you see somebody like that take a position and right. you're a smaller processor and ISO and you don't quite understand the industry like I do or like right. TouchSuite does, mm-hmm. you're going to follow suit because you're just worried about the CYA aspect right. of it. You want to cover yourself, make sure you're not getting any gray area with the FDA, FTC, and you kind of just jump ship. But this is a $300 million industry in the U.S. Right. alone. There's people that are dependent upon these products that have benefited them tremendously. So, you know, all of that's great, but if Big Pharma takes the ingredient, prohibits access, makes it so lucrative on the pricing that nobody can afford it, how does anybody benefit? Absolutely. So that that's where it gets really hairy on the, the dangerous precedent of the whole thing. I would imagine a huge part of what you do these days because of issues like this is educating kind of all sides of, that you deal with as far as where things actually stand. Exactly. And, and I think just this overall theme points to the fact of regardless of what ingredients you have, if it's anything that's new to market and things like that, I mean, things change. The FDA can go back and reverse its position and Absolutely. all of these things. But you want to make sure that you're working with a processing company or a commerce platform that's not going to just shut the lights off on you unexpectedly right. because they're going to work with you. They're going to say, hey, this is the update. We're evaluating this. 
you know, what's your input on this? You want to have somebody that you know you could call and say, hey, is this going to be okay for me? Or maybe you're rolling out a new ingredient that hasn't had the best, like, clinical trials backing it yet. Hey, call your processor. Can I work with this? Can I not? But a lot of these people are just running these businesses on these platforms and with these companies that don't have the, the level of knowledge or the care to look into these things for their clients to, to make sure that they continue to support them. So where do you think things are going with NMN um, and its application in the industry? How do you think it's going to kind of turn out down the road? Well, it, that's really tough to, tough to say. I was hoping uh, myself and the people that have been working with the industry were hoping to know something by now, but clearly that's not the case. I mean, as per Daniel Fabrican, the, the president of the Natural Products Association, he basically stated that if, if we don't actively get involved in the, the legislative fight um, and, and pursue something against the FDA, they're basically just going to wait you out. They're going to just kind of keep putting this on pause until people stop caring about it, and then a couple years from now, they'll just completely pull the plug on the whole thing. So I don't know. I think there's way too many people in the industry that, that have something to gain, and the people that uh, you know, excuse me, that have something to lose and people that always have something to lose fight a lot harder than the people that have something to gain. So I, I think that what I've seen in the industry, we're, we're really going to make some strides and, you know, it, it's just been a blessing. Unfortunately, these companies are dealing with these things, but luckily I have the infrastructure and the knowledge to be able to support them and allow them to continue to sell these products to right. make them affordable and accessible to the end user. Cause that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate the time. Of course. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Yeah, happy to jump back in anytime. Thanks, Brad. All right.